Welcome to one of our character introductions to the city of Orenthal. Today we will be introducing Saria, the psionicist. Bethany? Hi, this is Bethany. I'm going to be playing Saria. Also, I'm Tony's wife, in case that leads to anything coming up in the recording. So, we are married, just so you know. So, Saria is an unusual character. I, I tend to like to play characters that are a little off the beaten track, so Tony let me try out the Unearthed Arcana Psionicist, which I've always been excited about, because it's sort of a, a way to have the abilities like a caster without using magic. And I was looking at, I was going to call it the Immortal something, I'm like, nope, it's just the Immortal track for it. So focused on like the physical attributes and, and basically being a fighter without being a fighter. That was a lot, sorry. I'm very excited about this character. <laughs> no, you've been talking about to this about me since since it initially came out since we initially found out about it I'm like yeah time to play a psionicist i have no idea how to do that it's really complicated oh my gosh <laughs> i don't know how i'm gonna do hopefully she'll be awesome oh then i'm talking about rolling my stats oh yeah um so we rolled all the stats for all the characters and i can't Wait. believe what you rolled okay so i never roll my stats because i have very high risk aversion like i not that it's bad to play a character who has a low stat but i have this fear of rolling terrible for all of them and has a character who's like negatives in three stats as a house rule to sort of encourage uh risk taking which has not worked on me until this point we've always allowed one full reroll. so if you do all of your rolls for all the stats and they're so garbage that you can't bear to play that character you get one full reroll, but then you have to keep what happens yeah you have to keep the second set of rolls full set of rolls you can't re-roll selectively so i was rolling for my stats in the first set i don't even have the numbers anymore it was bad you had three negatives i had three negatives like one that was like a 16 i was like hey this is looking good and then it was like a six and a seven and an eight and an eight it was really bad i was really dejected and that part of me was like can we just pretend this never happened nope. um but then i said re-roll my stats so now it's it's i'd say it's pretty good like it's the the rolls overall were so good it threw me off and I couldn't figure out how to ma make this character with these stats. You currently well, go ahead and tell what okay, stats well, you currently have. Okay, well this also includes my racial bonuses, but and your ability increase. And my ability increase, yeah. But I have a uh, little strength of eleven. Um, that's her lowest stat. That's my that's my dump stat. Dexterity is eighteen, Constitution sixteen, Intelligence is twenty, Wisdom is seventeen, and Charisma is eighteen. You have two plus fours, one plus five, and two plus threes. Which, it makes me sad, because this is a level five character, and I've got much better stats than <laughs> some of my characters who have earned it. This character didn't earn it, I just rolled well. So then I was really excited, and then I was really nervous, because I was like, how do you build a character who's not bad at anything? You came up with an interesting idea, I thought. Yeah, so I was like, okay, well obviously my character who is strong in everything except strength, that sounded yeah. confusing. But you know what I mean. I was like, okay, I think she'd have a bit of a chip on her shoulder. Like, I'm almost a complete person, except for this one ability where I'm basically the same as the average person. Mm -hmm. Which would be hard on someone who's trained to be a fighter. So I came up with this background where my character's sort of the result of, of she doesn't know this, but she would sort of suspect some sort of eugenics where... <laughs> She's an experiment. She's basically an experiment to sort of create this this uh, perfect, complete being. And it didn't work out because her strength is fine. Her strength is all right. It is not great, which is yeah. what... 
So I think later we're going to go into all the details of the backstory. I got a little carried away. It's a bit um, complicated. But essentially, she realized that those who had were responsible for her training after she was created, because she doesn't know how that happened. She doesn't know who her parents are. They decided basically to terminate her. And... You got hints of this. Well, she only knew this because her psionic ability started to manifest and she was able to, to pick up some plots that basically indicated that she wasn't going to be kept around any longer because it wasn't working out because she was broken. No, she just wasn't <laughs> perfect. And that's what they were looking for. Yeah, so she just decides to get out of Dodge and from there make her way in the world, try to figure out what is this magical power where I can like read thoughts and oh gosh, I, she has a ton of abilities. First off, she is an ASMR. On top of being a psionicist, not only is she extremely rare within this world as being a psionicist that don't exist really, she's also half angel. Well, okay, and it sounds like I just want to be super special, and I do, I admit that. But don't all D&D players want to be special? Like, no one wants to be, yeah, I'm the same as that NPC over there. But also, we just got Volo's Guide not too long ago, and they had the new, uh, really the full build out for, for the ASMR sub-races, and I was like, that would be pretty cool. I think that would be interesting to play, a little different, and... If they're trying to create some sort of perfect being as the result of the experiment, why wouldn't they create an ASMR? Because they're celestial. <laughs> I don't know. It made sense when I was spinning the story at the time. We're just going to roll with it. Okay, so for my personality traits, uh, I have I feel tremendous empathy for all who suffer. And we have one that we created ourselves, which is I am fascinated by beautiful, imperfect things. So for my ideal, I have think for yourself to determine what's best. My bond is I fight for those who cannot fight for themselves. And my flaw is that I fear rejection due to my imperfections. As for her physical description, as I mentioned before, she's an ASMR, so she's luminous, I guess I would say, right? Not in the sense that she's physically glowing, but that she's she's an attractive, radiant person. She's still quite young, so she's got kind of a just an innocent vibe, I suppose, at least in her appearance. And she doesn't wear any armor or anything, so she would just be wearing, you know, a simple garb. She has pale skin, blonde hair, and a... Uh, pale blue eyes and she's about five six so maybe a little taller than the average woman by which i mean a tiny tiny bit very tall to a dwarf or a gnome but <laughs> otherwise yeah she would just see herself as a regular person so despite seeing herself as looking like a regular person i decided to make her an immortal psionicist i decided to go with the immortal psionicist partly because that would be i thought more of a challenge for me than the the more with the more mental abilities. Hopefully, I'll remember all the stuff I could do, and I won't forget something that would be really helpful. Like, oh, I can communicate telepathically. Um, yes, you dual wield. That oh yeah, and I dual wield. I love dual wielding. I you mean, discovered it ever since you're yeah, your my, ranger. My, my ranger character. I'm like, why? Why would you not dual wield when you can dual wield? Like what as a bonus action? What I extra get to attack? attack too? <laughs> yeah, like oh, when in doubt, extra attacks are better if your main contribution to the entire game is attacking. <laughs> not that that's the only thing. I, I don't know how much more of my story you want me to go into. Currently, I'm at the Wizards Academy, which is called... Zoxiara. Zoxiara's... Academy of the Arcane. Academy of the Arcane. So basically, sorry, I would have gone there and been like, hey, this is the guys who, they know a lot, they do a lot of research. I'm looking for answers on what the heck is going on with my brain, because nobody knows. It's like, and... you have this power. It must be magical. And like, no, apparently it's not magical. It's not magical at all. So well, well you've we... gotten some some skepticism from 
the wizards there as to like okay yeah sure it's not magical but it's everything that your research has told you seems to be it's not right as you don't seem to be able to cast spells but you do have a similar capability you just can't cast any of the basic spells that the wizards are trying to Right, yeah, sure, she's yeah. in. We decided she was incapable of learning magic. She uh, just doesn't seem to be able to. Yeah, not. She incredible. understands uh, how it works. Yeah, she she's very interested in the theory of magic with her high intelligence and and yeah, she's pretty good with that sort of thing. Since then, she's sort of been studying a bit the academy, talking to the wizards, getting to know them. I guess that might come up in the game. Yep. And she's currently staying though at I realized at a Nickel Granger Tavern in Orenthal, where she kind of keeps to herself. She's a She's, she's a bit of a loner. I mean, she was raised without really any sort of human companionship. She, was, she knew she was one trained. individual. She was trained by one person. And that was their purpose, to train her. So she's she's not antisocial. She just doesn't feel a great need for, for social interaction. So yeah, you've been staying at the Nickel Granger Tavern. But you spend most of your actual days either doing odd jobs here and there to make some money and helping out people who are down on their luck. Yeah, Saria, I decided it would be very, very sympathetic to people who are suffering. Like she, she would want to help them. She's, she understands what it's like to to be uh, isolated or or not wanted or to be going through some sort of hardship, and she would want to assist them whatever they can. She's pretty capable. She's pretty confident in her capabilities. Perhaps a little too confident. She's cocky. She's a bit cocky. I suppose you'll see that soon enough. Yeah, we'll just let that all unfold. I hopefully I don't go too far. Uh, you were, actually, this is probably an important bit, you've only been in Ornithal for two years. Yes. Um, prior to that, you were part of this... Strange conclave uh, in isolation. Yeah, in it, it wasn't far from Ornithal, so Ornithal could actually be, well, it was close enough that you could travel to it, and it's a well-known, massive city. Some place that you would have thought as a potential area to hide Yeah, and even initially. she wouldn't have been there, our, our Tharia was quite well read she spent a lot of her time besides just her training also in study reading and that was intentional on all, on all subjects yeah that was intentional so that you would be an overall very very powerful individual was the the hope so you were actually only there for the last year of the cataclysm mm-hmm. which has had been lasting for several years by this point uh you would have been there during the battle of orenthal which you most likely would have assisted the wizards in zuxaria uh, as well as helping out people who were not fighters in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, more being defensive yes. in that sense. You would have been much more... Uh, yeah, protective. you would have been protective yeah. uh, of a lot of the people... She's a protector. ...who were the commoners, yeah. for the most part. Maybe some merchants here and there, too. But from there, after that, you would have probably spent a lot of your time helping people get back on their feet, as well as studying at the academy. Mm-hmm. Um, and speaking with a lot of the wizards there on all sorts of subjects, as they are... Pretty much some of the only really intelligent people you've come across. Yeah, uh, Sari is a little bit, not a snob, but she's she's always looking to see how, how smart people are. Not just are they intelligent as in they have a high level of intelligence, but do they question, are they curious about life? Because that's something she's very interested in just learning about everything. And, and not accepting just what she's told, because obviously that's what happened her whole life up until the past couple of years, and she's a believer in just sort of... Using your own wisdom and intelligence to make your own decisions. Very much a, an independent thinker. Like, there's nothing lo- wrong with learning from others. That's why she's here with the wizards. But she's not going to just accept everything they tell her as fact, either. 
Right. She wants to learn it herself and figure things out. And they do have a vast library that you would have been utilizing. Mm-hmm. And there's no way you would have been able to read everything that they have. No, it's only been two years. And I've been busy. <laughs> yeah, you haven't been just there. You have been helping other people. You have to have made money in some way. And you would have made it little bits here and there helping yeah. out the city. So from there, I guess we'll go ahead and jump in. We find ourselves in Zoxaria's Academy of the Arcane. You would have been speaking recently with Zinsmert Snickbrig, a gnome <clears throat> necromancy wizard. Now you would know also, necromancy has been heavily restricted since the ghoulish armies invaded, with only select individuals being allowed by, by the city to practice in any way, shape, or form, but any raising of the undead is absolutely forbidden. And you would have talked to Zinsmert a bit about this, um, discussing, like, I guess a little bit of how he feels on it and what his thoughts are on and off over the past year, and he would most likely agree with a lot of the decisions made by the city because people (laughs) have already had enough of undead as it is. But in a sense, uh, I'm sure his teaching focuses more on the the positive necromancy spells. His his class, and you would have uh, been aware of this, focuses on the dangers of necromancy, mm-hmm. as well as the potential benefits occasionally of it. Necromancy is not just about well, death. There are some cleric spells that are many cleric ne- spells are, are necromancy. necromancy. Revival yeah. spells are right. necromancy. So it would be more. Um, so that would be more what his focus on. And while he cannot cast revival spells, not being a cleric. cleric. He was one of the ones that would have been more instrumental in the ghoulish forces because he can turn those ghouls mm-hmm. to help individuals. And I'm sure I would have spent some time discussing with him since I have, you know, some healing abilities and ability to and he give would, myself vigor. Is this a necromancy ability? And he would have absolutely have been intrigued by this as your ability is definitely more of a clerical power as wizards don't tend to be able to heal. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely not a spell you're casting, as there are no vocal, no somatic, and no material components that you require, which would have eventually led him and you to fully understand that you are probably an ASMR, given your your ability. And my general shininess, right? (laughs) Um, You would be incredibly attractive. All ASMR are. They're very attractive individuals. Oh, shucks. Um, (laughs) But by this point, you probably would, after conversing with him for some time, you would be doing your own studies and he would eventually go up to you. Saria, I have my class to teach, so I hope you won't mind being in the library on your own for a little bit. I mean, usually I require someone to hold my hand while I'm reading, but I suppose I'll survive this time. I'm sure you'll be fine. <laughs> well, um, I'm off. Uh, best of luck to you then. Uh, continue searching whatever it is that you're, you do. Yeah, I'll see you around. He kind of nods and uh, walks out of the room. Um, it's kind of an open area for the most part. You see several bookshelves lining the walls, it, multiple tables. You see a couple of students around, too. Um, none of the instructors right now, as uh, they're either usually teaching a class or doing their own studies in their uh, in their own separate rooms. Do I know any of the students, or they're just faces? I'm. Most of them are just faces. Uh, none of them are particularly down on their luck in any way, so... You... Those are the people that you tend to have a little bit more interest in. They tend to, for the most part, be fairly well-off individuals, as this is a, a prestigious academy. They tend to be wealthier or from different uh, areas, not just within Orenthal. So, so I don't hang out with them? No, you don't particularly. No, just give, I give them the nod. Hello, acknowledging your existence. Um, on. They 
they kind of look at you and mostly avoid your eye contact, seeing mm. you as an odd individual, not being a what? wizard of any sort. I'm so normal. I'm just someone who hangs out with spellcasters who doesn't cast spells. <laughs> yeah, Except that's light. weird. I can cast light. You can cast light, but it's innate, and you kind of just do it. <laughs> I know. Okay, so they, they think I'm a bit of a weirdo. The Most of the students tend to avoid you. The instructors are the ones that tend to actually approach you and discuss okay. things with you. While you're there, it's, it's growing later in the evening. You see a lot of the students start to get up and go. But at one point, you notice an individual that you haven't ever seen here before in an extravagant robe, hood kind of pulled low. You see he has a long staff. Everything looks incredibly magical. Um, this is what appears to be uh, some very powerful enchantments on these particular items as he is uh, wandering past the library. You notice briefly... What's your passive perception? It's only 13. Okay. You do notice briefly um, a couple of elven features on his face as he's walking by, and you do see him meeting with a young human woman. You would know her as uh, Zinevere. She is the uh, current headmistress of the Academy. Based on my, my love of history of Orenthal and mm-hmm. my knowledge of the Academy, having been there for a couple of years, can I make some inference about who this might be? Yeah. I don't know if you want me to make a check. You can make a history check. Ha-ha! My best skill! <laughs> 15. 15. You get the impression, particularly with the fact that the anniversary of the end of the Cataclysm is coming, this might potentially be Thoven Arborshade, the male wizard who is considered the hero of the Cataclysm, as he was apparently the only one to survive in this final confrontation with the enemy leader. You also would know, with a 15, I'd say you'd know, he was badly scarred and does not tend to like to draw any attention to that as i want to go talk to him okay can i go talk you want to get up and go to him yeah okay. i don't know if i'd explain for for listeners that this plays into one of my uh my personality traits which is i i am fascinated by things that are beautiful and powerful but imperfect <laughs> i'm not, not gonna be weird about it i'm just gonna casually stroll up give him the finger guns or something more cool and uh and and see what he has to say i don't want to be rude though I'm not gonna, um, I just want to walk up to him. I don't want to be rude, so I just want to politely. So you start to approach, um, it's a well-lit corridor. The sun is only just setting now. The torches have been, well, some torches just seem to have been lit, Mm -hmm. um, by themselves. Yeah. Magic. Yeah. And there are just some globes of light floating around. Um, as you approach, uh, you notice Zinevere is the one that kind of looks up. Yes, um, Saria, correct? You know it. At this point, you you see Zinevere, it's a very young, very attractive woman. Um, you do know that her focus prior to becoming the headmistress was she was the head of uh, necromancy, and she is very, very skilled from what you are aware. Um, I mean, I as... assume you don't become headmistress just because you showed up. No. She was apparently one of the, the instrumental fighters in defending the academy. So at this point, you do see Thoven kind of turn to look at you, and you see the left side of his face basically elven features uh very smooth pale complexion i'm assuming fine bone structure very fine bone structure yeah high elf oh so Um, he's pretty he's very very pretty you do notice on the the left side as well long uh golden hair some of it that does fall forward the right side of his face however you notice his his features are slightly twisted and scarred black jagged lines kind of run down his neck from his cheek and his uh jaw you also notice on that side, the blonde hair turns white. 
and his eyes even are actually two separate colors one blue and one yellow okay as he turns to just slowly look at him, can i help you Okay. Is he willing? <laughs> I don't want to go into a long conversation if he shuts me down. You have no idea if he would be willing. You can see. Okay. I just want to try to say to him, I am a huge admirer of your accomplishments. All telepathically? Yes. I'll do a bow or something suitably. You immediately feel almost what like, feels like a force repel you. Oh, darn it. Are you attempting to influence my mind? I was just trying to share some thoughts with you. I wanted to impress you a little bit. My apologies. Are you aware of the mind blink spell? No. Or would I be aware of it? You can make an arcana check. Okay. Let's say I, I wouldn't be able to... <laughs> Nine. <laughs> nope. Nope. I My mind is going blank. Uh, tell me more. <laughs> it repels any individual from speaking to me telepathically unless I wish... Or influencing my mind in any way, shape, or form. Well, I certainly wasn't trying to influence you. I'm not a caster in any way. You see him kind of just like look over to Zenavira and she's like, she's a curious type. She has no capabilities in the arts. Not that I'm incapable of doing anything. I have unusual abilities. I, but that's beside the point. I just wanted to introduce myself. I'm sorry. Yeah. He nods. Tovin. Well, it's an honor. I don't want to keep you any further but i'd love to hear more about your exploits if you how did so. you attempt to speak telepathically if you are not a caster of the arts well that's a great question i've been looking for the answer for a couple of years now i just seem to be able to perform these mental feats without any spell casting fascinating maybe we can speak more while i'm in town i have business for the moment but i'll be here through the piece that'd be great pleasure then saria was an honor. A last name? None of any importance. I guess we'll see. At this, Zenavir just kind of nods towards you and seems to gesture Thovin to follow her. I try not to stare. I don't know how successful <laughs> I am, but I'm like, uh, Do you want to make a deception check? <laughs> <laughs> uh, how obvious is my staring? I'm trying to be cool about it. I'm trying really, I don't know what check you want. Try to be cool. Don't be a weirdo. Walk away. Make a deception check. Darn it. Okay. Well, I do have proficiency deception. Hopefully, we'll see how this goes. <sighs> Total of twelve. Am I a looks... am I a gog? <laughs> you. <laughs> Most of the the individuals that are still in the library don't pick up their heads, but you do see Thoven look back and give you an odd look before continuing just, on. I think I'm just giving him like you're, big. You're giving eyes, like big wide like eyes, like anime eyes at him. <laughs> He's so powerful, but... His face is so, like, pretty, but so messed up. So cool, right? <laughs> You're fascinated by this. Yeah, I make sure I'm not projecting those mental thoughts to anybody like a weirdo. That's, That's... one of her personal goals. Don't be a weirdo. <laughs> yes, she's I'll... holding that in. She'll scuttle away. <laughs> As you're turning away, you notice one of the classrooms that's letting out, a lot of the students actually look slightly confused, and you hear snippets of conversations like, I wonder why I didn't show as they're leaving the room. You notice it's all students. There's no instructor in the room. But before you have a chance to actually figure anything out, you do feel a tap on your shoulder and turn to see Janabellis Anor, the half-elf divination instructor. Ah, Sarya. It's good to see you. Good to see you too. Uh, something going on? Um, Sarya, apparently Noah never showed up today. I'm not sure why. Noah's usually quite timely. I think he favors precision so 
That's Thanks. usually the case. Um, it's worrisome. Happens on occasion. Usually he gets caught up in, in a, some government business of some sort, uh, helping them deal with minor extermination problems. Eliminating some problems. Yes, that's accurate. She just nods. She's an older half-elf. Her hair's beginning to gray here and there. You see her attempts to hide it. She wears those simple, plain robes. Very attractive in appearance. All simply uh, adorned. She tends to, though, have a very far-off look in her eyes. Being a divination As instructor. if she is elsewhere. Mm. <laughs> well, uh, where would I find Noah? I'll go I'll go see what's going on. Oh, Check I have on no him. I where he might be, but I wanted to ask if you had seen your the, the, the woman you, you brought to us. Yeah, is she not working? Yeah, Elethra. Is she not working? I thought you got her a job. We did. She didn't show up today. Well, that's really worrisome because I know she needs the money. I know. I attempted to scribe it to no avail. That's... That did bother me. That either means she resisted my efforts or... <sighs> I was wondering if you knew anything of this. Out of character? I'm assuming I have no idea. Nope. And I'm not happy about it. Like, I just fixed this problem. You actually got her the job maybe uh, 10 days ago. Okay. I'm going to assume that she's in need of my help. I'll tell Jennabelle's, um, well, I guess I have two things to look into. I'm assuming they're unrelated. I would hope so. <laughs> um, I mean, Elethra is an attractive woman, but I doubt they would be together in any way. You never know! <laughs> <sighs> These are better times, at least. That is true. If that's what we have to worry about. Mm-hmm. All right, well, I guess I'll go, I'll go see what's going on. Ask around. It's appreciated. Thank I'll keep you. you posted. Thank I you mean, very much. What else am I going to do with my time? I don't know what you usually do other than study here. I have hobbies. Actually, no, I don't have any hobbies. But. No. <laughs> I'm sure. Well, thank you for letting me know. I'll keep you in the loop. I figured you would want to. You seem to make sure she wants to be safe. Oh, well, yeah. That's why I helped her in the first place. You have a kind heart. Oh. You are very good at discerning things about people. I'm not even using any spells. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So from there, uh, where would Saria head? Would she have a, Would I head to the tavern? Because um, I'm assuming it was near there where I met Alethra. So you actually did meet her initially as she explained her troubles slightly drunk one time to the owner of the Nichols Ranger Tavern, uh, Garrett. Okay. Um, and he kind of Knowing that you tended to be a problem solver, nudge you in the right direction. So, uh, I'm assuming I will... Uh, what time of day is it? It's evening approaching night. Okay. Well, that's The sun the, is setting. That's the perfect time to go to a tavern and look for information. So, I'm going to head to the Nickel Granger Tavern. Okay. I take all my gear with me. I tend to carry that stuff. Yeah. So, as you know, the Academy of the Arcane is in the... Excuse me. The Daybreeze. The Daybreeze District. District. Yeah. I'm heading to the Helder Market District, right? Yes. Daybreeze was mostly untouched by the war. That has a lot to do with the wizards being located here. They were able to defend it it. a little better than most of the other areas in Orenthal. A lot of the area is, it's a wealthier district for the most part, particularly now. Many of the higher-end merchants tend to come here. Several aristocrats might own homes here. You also have some fairly fine restaurants in this area. So this is kind of an upscale area. And Saria, I'm not sure actually how Saria would feel about a lot of it. She probably tends to avoid it for the most part. Yeah, she's not into the finer things. She's pretty focused on getting answers, helping people, getting stronger. I I think she'd have a little bit of a chip on her shoulder. I mean, she's well-educated, but she's not not raised to any sort of high lifestyle. 
Yeah. While many of the individuals here are not nobles, they tend to have a much higher quality of life mm-hmm. than most of the other people of Orange. Yeah, I think she'd be a little annoyed with the, the, the inequality. Which, you would have discussed this occasionally with the wizards as well, and part of the main reasoning that they're located here is because this is where they got the funding to build the academy. Well, you said most of their students come from the, the upper from class. From the wealthier class, and that's how they can continue to run such a prestigious academy. Yeah, she'd be a little down on that. She's a bit... She's not an anarchist. She's just a little chaotic. The one that tends to be a little more on your side would have been uh, Genabellus, mm-hmm. who, again, as you know, the simplistic clothing, definitely not into lavish things. You will pass through the Iron Fist District, which is a primarily dwarven area. Many humans, too, but a lot of dwarves came and, and attempted to help in the rebuilding of Orenthal as part of the alliance between the Thessian Kingdom. I think I'd have a lot of respect for dwarves. They're very hardworking, yeah. and as it is, done. you're still hearing the hammering of a lot of forges at this time, but it seems to be quieter than when you initially came by this way. The way that Orenthal is set up, all the districts are very clustered, but they all surround the Adamantine Palace, the Regent's... That's, excuse me. So that's the the hub. Well, the Regent's Seat District is the, the central hub, the center of which is the Adamantine Palace, but all of that is surrounded by a large, essentially, road. The idea of which, when initially planned the city, and you would know this knowing your history of Orenthal, so that they can see enemies coming clearly if an invasion like this ever occurred. Question, are there any waterways? There are. Most of them are actually beneath the city, created magically. That's handy. Mm-hmm. There's been a big alliance between elves, humans, and dwarves in the establishment of all of their cities. The elves tend to keep more to themselves for the most part, but the Thessan kingdom of the dwarves and the Vremer Empire have worked together quite a bit okay i'm gonna uh you know kind of keep my head down just head for the head for the tavern i'm not really looking to catch any attention along the way for the most part as you pass um you notice people kind of tiredly going home after a long day of work going into different taverns along the iron fist district but you eventually after uh, several minutes pass by and enter into the helder market district this area is also relatively undamaged it wasn't the brunt of the assault against Orenthal in the in the initial attacks. They're still rebuilding here, but it's fairly well well lived in at this point. Many people from more common uh, individuals tend to live in this area. So it feels pretty normal, I guess, in a sense. Pretty much, yeah. A lot of people that tend to get many of their wares in this area as well. Simple inns cater to whoever needs. It's a very, very plain and you get what you need here, for the most part. Well, and that's why I'm staying there. I yeah, mean, and this is why you would have chosen this area. Because it cost a lot, simple folk, these these are these are my people. I don't actually like hanging out with them, but I like to help them. Yes. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how to hang out. You, you, you talk to them and say the words. <laughs> <laughs> She's not socially awkward. No, she actually has a good charisma. Yeah. Heck, I am super charismatic. Mm-hmm. I keep forgetting that. I will be more charismatic. Do you feel the force of my charisma right now? I feel you staring at me. Oh, right. They can't see that. <laughs> nope. <laughs> well, you eventually travel through. You see a lot of pretty happy individuals going home. You see several entering the simple stone and wood tavern of the Granger Tavern. The Nickel Granger. Thank you. The Nickel Granger Tavern. I mean, you got to have the nickel in there. You do. Wait, is it made out of nickel? It's made out of nickels? No. No. It's just for flair. 
It's different for the, the no. bar. <laughs> the bars is, is nickel. Oh, okay, gotcha. That's what really matters. All right, well, I guess I will make my way to the bar. I assume I'm pretty familiar with this place. I mean, you are. I, I stay here, so I will look around for Garrett. It doesn't take you long. He's right behind the bar, isn't he? Yes. I'm he doesn't, so perceptive. He doesn't tend to wait on the tables. He has a few other individuals do that for him. He's the manager. He's the owner. You see him standing just behind the bar. Seems to be just talking to one of his usual customers. Sees you walk in, just waves his tiny little halfling arm. I forgot he is a halfling. He is a halfling. Garrett Brushgather. I'll give him a, a nod and make my way over to him. He speaks for a moment and kind of just gestures to, to a seat near the bar for you. Yeah, I'll go take a seat. You just hear him talk. Like, he seems to be talking about the you know, the customer's day when he, eventually when you sit. And... Does everything seem normal? As I mean, like, it's the normal sort of crowd. Make an insight check. Yeah, I just want to... I'm kind of looking around. Does everything seem as it should be? Anything off? Okay, let's see. The finally rolling okay. It's an 18. Garrett's putting on a show of calm and and you know enjoyment you can tell he's a little concerned about something okay i see there's some tension okay he eventually says all right well i'll talk to you later as the gentleman he was speaking with gets up to to go join a different table um he turns to you sorry how'd the day go for you fine for me uh everything all right um he looks around he seems to be looking to make sure you no one's too close okay i'll 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 Um, so, I don't know how much you've heard of the the disappearances. <laughs> Plural? I Well, I guess I have two. There's one of the, the wizards from the academy is mysteriously unavailable, and Alethra has not shown up for work. I was hoping you knew something. Are there more disappearances? Well, that's the rumor going around. <sighs> There's been, and they're all from, they're all from the Ankalad Heights and the Low Hills Districts. I would assume I know that those are you. Those are the ones that were absolutely those are the, devastated. The, the, those the are poor, the really poor, poor districts. People. The ones that they've been slowly attempting to rebuild as a city, but it's They're been just, the ones of least concern. Right, because only the poor live there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sorry, I just wanted. To no, that's what you that. would know as. as sorry. Uh, sorry. Well, tell me more about what you've heard, because this is I'm just learning about this. It's it's rumor right now, but I've heard from. I don't know, a couple of different people, uh, different some shopkeepers here and there, of their employees kind of just acting odd for a few days, and just recently they would disappear for a day or two at a time, or some just are gone. They come back and they're still acting weirdly, but have, have you heard any rumors of a group called the Shadow Wolves? So, DM, have I heard any questions? Uh, <laughs> Boom! Ugh. I'm rolling below a 10 a lot. Well, it's still a plus 8, so it's a 14. You've heard the name. So I, like, heard somebody mention it that one time. You heard much of the Shadow Wolves, but it was, like, in passing, and you probably were more focused on something else. I know I'm going to be a weirdo, but I do like to read. I'm going to whip out my history book. Take a quick skim through it, see if I catch any... Roll investigation check. Oh, no! I thought this was also going to be a history check. (laughs) I'm trying to see how quickly you roll through it. 12. Okay. So, I give him the, the one-minute finger, which I know is annoying. Roll your history check again, Luke. Okay. This will be your advantage. It's better. Yeah, 10 plus 8, so it's an 18. 18. Okay. It seems to be a more, a fairly recent thing. It only happened during the 
cataclysm where a small group began calling themselves the shadow wolves they tend to fight in a more guerrilla type of tactics uh using the streets to their advantage that's all you you're able to catch from your history book okay it's like a little footnote basically <laughs> it's it's a small thing and it's it's new whatever this is okay yeah, sorry for the audience. My character's weird. She carries a history book with her. She likes to read. There's no shame in that. <laughs> Reading is good. Reading can get you things. Yeah. Unfortunately, she only had enough money for one book, so I just have the one history book. All right, so I'm going to turn to Garrett and share with him what I just learned. Yeah, that's their main focus during the during the war. Um, recently, they've... Oh, they're, they're more of a thieves group. But they're taking people? I don't know what they're doing, but people down there tend to be afraid of them. All right, I guess I gotta go start knocking on doors, see who knows something. This sounds like a big problem. Potentially. It's... Don't, don't worry, Garrett. I will handle it. You put an arm on his shoulder. I awkwardly pat, pat his very small halfling shoulder. Um, it's, 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 it's fine. It's, he kind of just, he pats your hand and, thank you, and you notice he slowly takes it off. <laughs> his shoulder as you awkwardly brush his shoulder they're there (laughs) (laughs) it's like um yeah i'd I'd appreciate you looking into it are you missing anyone no one from here i'm just uh, a few friends from other stores okay well i guess i mean i know it's a little late but people will be home any idea who I should talk to? You know anybody in those districts who might be a good contact? Or is there anybody I could ask around? Um, most of the people here are from this district or the Iron Fist. All right. Go with the direct solution here. Attention! Everyone in the tavern! <laughs> you just call out? Yes, and I will cast light! <laughs> oh! <laughs> As you light up this fairly dimly lit tavern right now, as their torches have only just started being lit. Yeah, it's only bright light in 20-foot radius. <laughs> it's not a very big tavern. I'm assuming I have their attention. You do. All right, who has had an employee, friend, family member go mysteriously missing in recent times? Anyone? Make a persuasion check. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! It's a natural 20! Plus... A lot. No, it's, it's plus four. Okay, 24. You see a uh, stout dwarven woman long black hair tied in uh, two separate braids i i'm missing one of my workers what's the name of this worker thank you everyone else uh, if you have anything to say to me you know where to find me i'm gonna go talk to this dwarf you get stared at the whole <laughs> way <laughs> i am okay with that right now trabon strakhelm is this a, a friend of yours i he's one of my workers he's trying to make, make enough money to move to the iron fist and he, when did he stop showing up for work? Uh, just yesterday. Is that out of character? It was very odd. He was acting strange a few days before that. When you say acting strange, what do you mean? Just differently. Usually he's incredibly jovial, but he's a little quieter, kept him all to himself. I asked him what was wrong, but he says everything was fine. Now, not to take this the wrong way, is it possible he was altered in some way? As opposed to just being stressed, tense, worried, or something had affected him? Magically or otherwise. Not as far as I'm aware, but I don't know much of the arcane magic. Okay. I was just curious, if, if it, how odd was it? It was very different for him. Okay. A, diff- a, a change in character. He was, 
Very odd. And he didn't provide any information when you inquired as to what... I asked and he said he was fine. He just... He had a lot on his plate recently, he said. And when I kept asking, he said not to worry about it. They always say that. And then they go missing. Well, apparently. <sighs> okay. Well, thank you so much. I guess I'm looking for someone else. Question for the DM. Do I know where Elethra lives? Or did I meet her on You the... do. Well, you initially met her in the Nickel Granger Tavern. Mm-hmm. You would know that she does live in the Ankalab Heights district. Okay. Well, can you describe to me where... Trabon? Trabon? Yeah. Yes. I, he, he believed he lived in the Low Hills district. Low Hills district. Okay. Do I have a map of the city? Sorry. Question for the DM. Do I have a map of the city or somewhere? Uh, you I would. Could... Okay. So I'll ask her to, to say, like, give me an idea where he lived. I, and she kind of more or less gestures. He was uh, on the eastern part of the Low Hills district, right about the border between that and the Uncle of Heights district. Okay, and can you describe what he looked like? Or do you happen to have a likeness or something of that kind? Well, Some way to identify him. She thinks about it for a little bit. You know what? He's missing a finger on his right hand, the pinky finger. That is excellent. I mean, not excellent that he's missing a finger, but that we have a very clear way to identify him. I'm very sorry about the finger. Not, not a, like, giving you the You're finger. You're an odd one, aren't you? <laughs> I don't talk to people a lot. <laughs> well, I appreciate your help, Les. Yeah, I'll let you know if I find anything. If not, uh, I'm probably dead, but that's okay. Let's hope not for that, then. Yeah, and what is your name? I'm so sorry. I was very excited about the information. Gerdis Balder. Gerdis Balder. Aye. Is Gerdis a family name? Aye, it was me grandmother's name. It's a lovely name. Thank you. Darn it. Make a deception check. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, it's not a one. It's a seven plus seven. <laughs> so 14. Yeah. Not everyone understands us dwarves, lass. I'm trying. That's all right. And your name? Oh, Saria. Saria. Oh, Stagtrack. Saria Stagtrack. From the northern Stagtracks. Make a deception. <laughs> <laughs> That's a one. <laughs> she gives you a weird look. Hey, if you want your privacy, that's, that's fine, lass. I was just curious. No last name. So just Saria. Yeah. All right. She gives just you uh, an odd expression, which she's she's not sure she gets you. Nobody does, man. Nobody does. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm now armed with, well, some additional information about a missing dwarf and that about Saria. I'm going to go brief Garrett, tell him, I'm on the hunt. I am an adequate investigator. <laughs> and I don't know who else would help. Do I know anyone who I would go to for help? Make an intelligence check. Just an intelligence check? Straight intelligence. You're going memory. Okay, it's 15. Okay. You don't know anyone in, in particular who would actually be able to help you investigate this, but you know one of the last people to have seen Elethra, mm-hmm. other than yourself and the individual academy, would have been Lash. As she was to have regular payments to Lash Ooh, at smaller rates. I do not want to go to Lash first. Yeah, so Lash, I know, is the half-orc that Alethra was in debt to, and I helped sort of get her a job. You essentially helped to talk down Lash. minimize the payments, but extend it. Mm-hmm. So I am not eager to go talk to Lash, especially if it's like, hey, the person who owes you money disappeared. No more money is owed. I don't have money to give you. Good luck. No one likes delivering bad news to a half-orc. 
I'm going to go investigate the other places first, okay. and then Lash will be my last resort. I would not... I guess a question for the DM. Would I have any reason to suspect that Lash had something to do with her disappearance? Lash is a bit of a shady individual. Well, yeah, like a, um, a And she shark. is from the Enclave Heights district. Mm-hmm. She seemed like she intended to honor the deal, but... Okay. If something happened between when Lash was supposed to collect the next payment, Lash might have done something. Okay. Well, so I do have some reason to suspect Lash might have had something to do with it. Lash is the only one you know of, or Lash's bosses, potentially. Okay. I'm going to go talk to Lash. I am excellent at charming half-orcs. I mean, look at me. I've charmed dwarves, scarred-up elves. Everybody loves me. <laughs> you just stare awkwardly at scarred-up elves. We were bonding. He just didn't know it. <laughs> uh-huh. All right. So I guess I know where I would find Lash then. You do. She has, I would say, she calls it a shop. A lair, perhaps? It's a tucked away little place out of the main street. All right. I am going to make my way over there then. Okay. It's getting later. As you progress to the Ankalov Heights district, the sun has now gone below the horizon. You go more to the western aspect of the Ankalov Heights district, taking a few back roads that you know will lead you a little quicker to Lash's shop. Shop. Yes, I use that with quotes. <laughs> you didn't actually make air quotes, it was just tonally air quotes. Uh-huh. This district is much more worn down. You can see people in grimier clothing, uh, much more worn. They are getting by but at a bare minimum for the most part. A lot of the individuals here tend to work at other districts. Do I see any children? A few. You see them more like through the windows of, of small flop houses with what seem to be families. Mm -hmm. Make a perception check. Five. You don't see any on their own or anything like that. Okay. But you do see a few like through the windows of different makeshift inns and some small houses that seem to have more than one family living in. Okay. As I'm going by, if I see any that look like it's a particularly large family. You don't see any particularly large families, but you do see a very small kind of a home that seems to have been mostly reconstructed, albeit haphazardly, that has what seems to be five families living in it. Okay, I will just knock on their door, leave two silver coins, and keep walking. Okay. Two point of inspiration. Oh, thank you. Oh man, I miss being a rich level 10 character. <laughs> you mean a level 10 character with thousands of gold? Yeah, I do not have thousands of gold. No. Okay. Alright, so you press on. Move quickly enough so that they'll just see the coin and not you. And eventually make your way to what seems more like a false wall than an actual door. But you, having been here before, you know that this is where Lash tends to keep shop. I do have a question, because yes. we didn't specify this in my backstory. How much does Lash know about my abilities? Did I just go as, like, I'm a person, talking you down like a reasonable person? We haven't fought. You didn't intimidate her, thinking that that wouldn't work no. on a, a half-orc? Half -orc. So Lash just knows Lash me. does not know your abilities. I'm just a negotiator. Yes. Okay, excellent. Just wanted to clarify and make sure, just in case I decided to do a thing. Okay. Um, not that I would do a thing. We'll see. All right. Is there any sort of knock I should give? The last time you just kind of entered. All right. I will just enter. You do. It's a very small area. As you walk in, you have an initial turn right. And from right there, you see kind of a small counter. 
and directly behind it is Lash, who seems to be going through some some paperwork of some sort. You can't see it, it's just below the counter, but she just sifts through it. And as soon as you hear the creak of the wood as you walk in, she picks up her head. Oh, it's you. I'm sure you're thrilled to see me again, because of my charming personality, and all that sort of thing. I was actually going to go see Elethra. She owes me payment today. Then I guess you don't have any information for me, because she's missing. I know you keep tabs on her, so I was hoping you might have some information. Just laying my cards on the table here. Wanna be reasonable. Do you know anything about her disappearance? She hasn't shown up for work. She's missing. How much does she owe you for this payment? Two silver. Alright. Well, I'm here to make this payment. You go and hand over mm-hmm. the two, two silver. Mm-hmm. And to see if you've heard anything about any mysterious disappearances of workers. Why do you care? I'm a caring person. As you approach Lash, you you are reminded of her near seven foot build. She is incredibly muscular. You actually do see her hair tied tight uh, on the top of her head. Her tusks are very prominently right by your face as you get closer. I'm not gonna get too close. She leans in when you initially get closer. No, I'm like five. I'm like five three. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so I'm easily. So Lash tight. is towering over you. Very muscular individual, wearing studded leather armor, but you do see a battle axe at her hip. So look, I know you have your ear to the ground. You keep tabs on people. I was hoping you might have some information. I want to find the people that are missing, get everything back to normal. Make a persuasion check. Bonus because orcs love me? No. (sighs) Oh, finally. Okay, so it's a 19 plus 4, so 23. Apparently the Shadow Wolves are being blamed for a lot of this. I don't know much about the Shadow Wolves, but that's what I heard as well. They're not at fault. You have intimate knowledge of this? They're not at fault. I won't ask. Any idea who, then? Make a persuasion check. Darn it. But I used up my good persuasion check already. Oh, okay, it's it's 17 plus 4. Got all my bad rolls out. 41. She reaches something that you can't see under the countertop and pulls out what seems to be a really worn scrap of fabric. She puts it on the table and you see a symbol. A symbol of a hand with the index finger pointed up over a a set of lips. So a shh. And you recognize this symbol. Do you know what this is? So uh, what do I know, DM? So you have seen this symbol several times over the course of your life in the group that helped to train you. Darn it. So I think this has something to do with the Watcher and the Overseer. Yes. But I really don't have any information at all. No. Okay. I'm going to take a minute and study it real good. Make an investigation check. Yeah. Okay. That's a 21. 21. Okay. So you take a close look at it. You notice immediately Lash is watching you very intently as you study this. As you study it, you kind of feel it. It seems to have been fabric of some sort of clothing. That was ripped off. Look at it and you do detect a faint amount of blood on the interior side of it. You do recognize the symbol. But I don't know what it means. And I don't know the name of it. You don't. I don't know what this organization is called. They're an enemy of the shadow. recognize it? It's familiar, but I don't know anything. From where? 
there was this uh, elf I, I met during my childhood who I saw wearing it, but I never knew what it meant. Do you have a name? I'm Do just you have a name? Volmer? Volmar? Filmer? Fulvis? Philip? It was so long ago. She holds ago. a hand out, at, seem to be asking for the, the fabric back. Okay. Takes it. My boss will want to speak with you. Unfortunately. You're the first to recognize this. Well, I'm sure your boss is a charming person. Will you have any information that I can use in my search for the missing people? I do not, but he might. Great. I would love to meet your boss. Excellent. She comes actually around the counter and goes over to the door, opens it, and... Oh, right here. Perfect. Gestures How? outside. Oh, Oh, okay. She goes around you. Uh, oh, to the, okay. So to, the, the, to the entrance. To the fall store. Okay. And just gestures. Great. I will follow guardedly. You initially exit out, and she just simply says to you, apparently he is gathering individuals to help. He is the leader of the Shadow Wolves. We go to meet Vral. Do I know the name Vral? Make a history check. And with advantage because of your initial looking up of the Shadow Wolves. Okay. Let's see how the second roll goes. Alright, 21. You've heard of the name. You recall he seems to have been the one who initially started the Shadow Wolves. He created them. Do I know anything about his race, age, anything like that? Or is that all? You've heard several different things heard he's an orc you've heard he's a half orc you've heard he's a human but all the stories tell that he tends to be immensely vicious in battle and incredibly sneaky when he needs to be okay probably not an orc then you know those stealthy orcs all right so uh i will just i will follow i will be remaining very alert you follow lash so actually say, make an inside check really quick on, on Lash. It's pretty good. That's a 24. You get the impression she seemed to expect you would know what that symbol was. Oh, that's not good. But more that, again, it seems as if her boss might know more about you than you. Well, that's good, because I don't know much about me. Nope. All right, well, I will... Continue. So on that mysterious note... <laughs> I will continue to follow, remaining alert for any sort of danger, double-cross... You do eventually follow her deeper into the Ankalad Heights district. Okay. And we will pick it up when the group is together. All right. That will be it for now for Sario's journey until she meets up with the remainder of the party. And they find out what it is this Vral wants from them. For now, this has been Bethany as Saria, the mysterious psionicist. <laughs> Who hasn't done... A lot of cyanizing. Nope, that sounds like cyanide. Cyoticing? Well, on that note, we will continue on as we listen in on the rest of the character introductions and begin the campaign proper of Orenthal. Thank you.